This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Welcome to Amazing Grace for another week. Pray that you will be blessed. My name is Dennis, and normally I have my um, I have my wife here, but um, today I'm on my own. My wife wasn't feeling a hundred percent, so I am doing it on my own. And <coughs> we're here because. Um, we want to share the best news in the world. And we have some giveaways, if you like. Um, they're free, but only as stock lasts. And one of them is um, the DVD um, on how the world will end and a book called Steps to Cross, which is such a wonderful book. And it's uh, the first chapter is about the love of God. The next chapter is about our need. It talks about how to come to Christ. And it also um, talks about how to stay, what to do with doubt. Um, it's a really, really good book. And um, it's free. All you've got to do is contact us um, on 22268. One five two one six. If you send us a text, or you could send an email on www dot dot nz. So there's the two options there, and we also have a, a contemporary magazine which deals um, with <coughs> with all sorts of issues like health. Um, things relating to the family, depression, the things that affect people. It's got some really interesting articles there, and it has things on faith too. Now, they're in Palmerston North. They're in a lot of um, takeaways, about 17 different takeaways throughout the town. So they're free. You just go and help yourself if you would like one. So... We would um, <clears throat> like to start with um, a devotional, and I'm going to I'm going to read a verse from Colossians, Colossians one um, twenty seven. But I'd just like to say a, a short prayer to start with. Um, Father in heaven, it says that the Holy Spirit is our teacher in the Bible. And we pray for your Holy Spirit. I love that verse where it says, You being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more shall your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? So we ask for your Holy Spirit and just guide us here now as we share a few thoughts um, in Jesus' name. Now I'm reading from Colossians. Colossians um, 
1, verse 27, and it says, To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now, Matthew Henry, which is one of the best commentaries um, ever, and this is what he says, Christ is the hope of glory. The ground of our hope is Christ in in the world. The evidence of our hope is Christ in our hearts. Now, the Amplified Bible um, says, Christ within, among you, the hope of realizing glory. And the Living Bible says, Christ in your heart is the only hope of glory. And the contemporary English one says, the mystery is Christ lives in you and he is your hope of sharing in God's glory. Right, so um, I've got a quote here from Charles Spurgeon and he says here, Christ, is Christ formed in you? So that's a good question, isn't it? The hope of glory. Do you know anything about a indwelling Christ? Verily I say to you, the Christ and the cross will never save you unless there be also a Christ within you. It is Christ on the cross for whom we trust, but but the outcome of that trust is that we that he is born into our into our hearts. His power comes from his love, his grace, his truth himself, and we live because he lives in us. Do you understand this? Second Corinthians thirteen five, Paul says, Examine yourself to see if you are in the faith. Right. Gotta make sure you're in the faith. <clears throat> Romans five verse five, it says, The love of God is shed abroad into our hearts by the Holy Spirit which is given unto us. So very important, very important to um to see evidence of the Holy Spirit's within you. Now, if you read in the book, The Song of Songs, verse uh, chapter 5, verse 16, it says that he is altogether lovely. In, in the RSV version, it says he is altogether desirable. He's altogether desirable. It's a picture of Jesus. So do you desire do you desire to be closer to Jesus? Do you like reading his word? Do you, um, do, you, do you pray? Do you go to church? Do you care for people? See, this is an evidence that you have the Holy Spirit. So you can look at the evidence. Um, there's a lot of evidence that Jesus said um, that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And then it says in First John 5 that his commandments are not a burden. So do you find um, the things that the Bible asks us to do, are they a burden to you or do you enjoy them? Do you enjoy um, um, reading the Bible, praying, seeking God, going to church, is these things that you do on a regular basis? Because this is where it's at. 
this is where that it's a you know we're saved because of the obedience and the blood of Jesus. We're saved because of that. But the result of that is the the Holy Spirit. When you believe, when you receive Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to live within us. Uh, So that's the evidence that we've accepted accepted Christ as our Savior. Now, I want to share uh, just a little story about this man and his daughter. His daughter was Millie, and her father was a hopeless drink drunk and one morning he woke up from his drunken sleep with his clothes on and he came into the kitchen where he saw his only child his daughter getting his breakfast coming to his senses he said to her why do you stay with me and she answered because you are my father and because I love you he looked at himself and he saw what a good for nothing creature he was he asked Millie do you really love me do you really love me? Millie said, yes, Father, I really do. And I will never leave you because before Mother died, she said, stick to your father and always pray for him. And one of these days he will give up his drink and become a good father to you. And because of the love of Millie, this man gave up his drink and became a follower of Jesus. Millie used love and grace. It is the power of love that makes it made him a better man. Suppose Millie said to her father, You're a horrible wretch. I've had enough of your drunkenness. I must leave you. Millie's father would have continued to drink to the end of his days. <clears throat> God knows that as bad as men are, the key to their hearts hangs on the nail of love. So it's the love of God that draws us. So I, I love verses in the Bible where it says, for instance, in the book of Acts two twenty one, it says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And also um, it says in, in Psalms 53, 4, the loss won't call. So have you called? Have you called? Because Jesus is the answer. He is the answer. And... Um, now we're, we're going to have a song. God bless you. Oh, 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 I was blind, now I'm seeing in color. I was dead, now I'm living forever. I had failed, but you were my redeemer. I've been blessed beyond a measure I was lost, now I'm found by the Father I've been changed from a ruin to treasure I've been given a hope and a future I've been blessed beyond a measure I am counting every blessing Counting every blessing Letting go and trusting When I cannot see I am counting every blessing Counting every blessing Surely every season You are good to me Oh, 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 oh. 
Um, it's really good to count our blessings. Um, <clears throat> very good. It's a very good song. Now, our health tip um, for the day, I'm, I'm not going to read uh, the book that my wife um, has been reading. Now, I, I've read a number of um, health books over the years, and um, I'm just going to share a bit for some books. You know, I, health is so important to look after your health. I never gave it a thought until I was about 23, 24. Um, and I see um, – I'm 70 soon and I, I see people, um, for instance, um, I've been involved in the street van and um, one of the leaders – he just had a um, heart attack and die, and he was sixty. Um, I uh, another another guy I know. Um, he's in the seventies. He's had a stroke. He's in a wheelchair, totally dependent on people. He's um, it's really affected him. So <clears throat> to look after our health is really important. So you know the basic things about exercise, diet. Um, sunlight, water, drinking water, trust in God, uh, temperance. Yeah, so uh, they're really important to look after. Now, I, like I said, I've um, <clears throat> I've read a number of books and I write things down on cards. I have cards on all sorts of subjects. Now, I read a book um, a number of years ago, and you can still buy this book. You can get it by um, e-reader or you could buy the book, um, and it's called Worth More Than a Million by a Dr. Ford, and it's a very, very good book. And he was good at research, 
And I'm just going to share a few things from that. Um, so, for instance, um, there was a study published by the Oxford University Press, and um, it showed the impact of well-known risk factors upon health, which is smoking, overweight, lack of exercise, alcohol, uh, um, alcohol abuse, and then um, not having breakfast and eating in between meals. So that's what that um, study um, showed was some of the factors that cause um, a lot of trouble. Now, suppose you have a machine that could turn out $100 bills. Would you care, uh, what would you care about most, the notes you have made or the machine? Suppose you should not care as, now hang on, I've got to read it again. Suppose you knew that you could only ever get one car, how would you treat it? Should we not care for the most priceless treasure? Take the matter of fuel. We are fussy about the fuel that goes into our cars um, and even for animals, yet really so for ourselves. We are what we eat. The computer motto is garbage in, garbage out. Irritability, um, depression are frequently the consequences um, of what we put into our mind um, and, and the food that we eat and what we drink. For instance, the chief cause of unnecessary deaths was the um, excessive use of animal products. 90% of cancer is caused by what we put between our teeth. The same with other uh, major chronic diseases. And it's really interesting. If you have a look at um, a DVD online, it's called Forks Over Knives. And it's a really good um, DVD or talk. You can, you know, you can um, look on it online. But <clears throat> it's the effects of a bad diet is not good. Um, for instance, <clears throat> those who those who keep animal products to a minimum and eat an abundance of fresh food while exercising moderately will not put on excessive weight. The advice of Thomas Edison, uh, he said that the doctors of the future will give no medicine. They will interest their patients in the care of the human frame in the cause of preventing disease. And only about one person out of 25 over the age of 65 is free from chronic disease. Now, isn't that sad? You know, my father died of cancer at um, 61, and I would like to avoid it. Now, in this book, Worth More Than a Million, um, he says here about refined foods such as white flour, white sugar, refined oils, 
is almost certainly responsible for a great number of deaths. The human body is very long-suffering under the most terrible abuse. It usually remains functional for at least 20 years before a degenerate disease manifests itself. So the difference between a bad habit and a good can be um, up to 30 years or even more. Don't trust your soul to the minister and and your don't trust your body to the doctor. Ninety percent of health is up to us. It's interesting that um, USA, the world's health uh, wealthiest country, yet has one of the most unhealthiest um, diets. So choice now is made as to lifestyle <coughs> is the wisest of decisions. A fence at the top of the hill is a thousand times better than an ambulance at the bottom. So once you lose your health, um, it is very hard to get it back. An ounce of prevention is worth more than a ton of cure. And 70% of diseases... Disease are diseases of choice. So from that book, Worth More Than a Million, um, <coughs> is um, some interesting thoughts. Now, another book I have, and I've just written some things on, um, for instance, cheese. Cheese saturates our, um, our diet in the Western world. But I read this in this book, um, Eat to Live, and it says that um, cheese has more saturated fat, more hormonal con- um, containing promoting substance than any other food, and the incidence of hormonal uh, sensitive cancers are skyrocket. Now, exercise, I'm just reading um, from different pages in this book, Eat to Live, another good book. Eat, um, no, exercise powerfully reduces cancer risk. Increasing the survival of cancer patients, studies found that saturated fat in the diet promotes a more rapid spread of cancer. Cancer is a fruit and vegetable deficiency. Vegetables have most powerful anti-cancer properties of all foods. Consume high levels of fruit and green vegetables, beans. This is the key to both weight loss and better health. And um, another book says um, cheese should never be introduced into the stomach. So... (coughs) Some interesting thoughts there um, in that book, um, Eat to Live. He says here, white, <coughs> white or enriched rice is just as as bad as white bread and pasta. It is uh, nutritionally bankrupt. You might as well just eat Uncle Ben's cardboard box. It comes in. Um, the refining of the rice removes the same amount of factors, fibres, minerals, 
and they add synthetic ones. We should eat whole grain, whole grains. So, <clears throat> some interesting thoughts there. Now, um, another interesting thing about the animal kingdom is a vast reservoir of disease. Of the more than 200 communable diseases of animals, about one half um, infection or are infectious to men, so men and women. So <clears throat> there's some interesting thoughts on, on health. Please look after your health. It is really important. So <clears throat> we will um, we will um, leave it there, I think. Um, I am so glad that um, I chose uh, many years ago to become a vegetarian. And I, um, I became a vegan, mainly a vegan. It's hard to avoid it unless you really, really want to go out of your way. But especially when you travel, uh, I read the book, um, The China Study, the most comprehensive study ever done on nutrition. So <clears throat> I would highly recommend you to uh, read that book. It's called The China Study, the most comprehensive study ever done on nutrition. So, and to look at that DVD, um, Forks Over Knives. So there's just a few thoughts here, but please look after your health. And, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it there and we will have a break now. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Welcome back. Um, it's good to be back with you. <coughs> and we're um, looking at the book of Revelation. <coughs> and... Um, it's really um, important to understand um, the book of Revelation. It's a revelation of Jesus Christ. That's what the um, the first um, verse says. It's a revelation of Jesus Christ. So in many ways, it's a picture of um, Jesus. Now, we, we're up to Revelation 12. We've been going through the book of Revelation and um, there's so much good thing, uh, so much good material in the book of Revelation. Now, I'm reading from, um, we got up to um, verse 6 and I'm going to read down to, um, uh, I think I'll read down to verse uh, 10. And this is how it goes. It says, the woman, the woman, now last time we were talking about the woman, the woman represents the church because in verse 1, um, this great and wondrous sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and she was giving birth, right? And then it says the dragon um, tried to devour the child. So the, the woman represents the church, the um, the child that was to be born was Jesus. The dragon was after Jesus, trying to destroy him, like um, <clears throat> Herod. The devil sent Herod 
to destroy um, or his soldiers to do to destroy Jesus. But um, God saved his son. And then down um, verse six it says the woman fled into the desert to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be ta- uh, taken care of for twelve hundred and sixty days. And there was war in heaven. So now we we're talking. We've just been reading about what's happening on earth. Now we go back to um, heaven. This says there was war in heaven. Michael, which is um, <clears throat> an interesting name, which is to it means to be like God, one like God. And um, his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and he lost his place in heaven. And the great dragon was hurled down. The uh, ancient servant called the devil and Satan, who leads the the whole world astray, he was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. And then it says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now has come salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers who accuses them before our God day and night, he has been hurled down, hurled, cast down. Um, so, in verse 6, we have a woman um, flees into the wilderness or into the desert. If you fled into the desert, different versions will say wilderness, and uh, was taken care of for 1,260 days. Now, <clears throat> I'd like to read to you from w- William Barclay. William Barclay wrote um, a series of 17 books for lay people. <clears throat> and his quote on this verse here, he says, There is no doubt that there are many pictures in John's mind. There is the picture of the escape of Elijah to the book Cherub, where he was nourished by the ravens. And... Um, and then it says, and his flight into the desert when he was nourished by the angel messenger. There is a picture of um, a flight of Mary and Joseph with the baby of Jesus into Egypt uh, to escape the murderous intent of Herod. <clears throat> then um, it, it talks about Antiochus. This is um, 167 from the book of Maccabees. And it says... Um, it was death to keep the law and to worship the true God. Many who sought um, after justice and judgment went down to the wilderness to dwell. And it's the same in AD 70 when the Romans destroyed AD 70. Jesus said that when you see, in Matthew 24, he says, when you see Jerusalem um, surrounded, flee. But for some unknown reason, the Romans withdrew. They withdrew for about three years, three, three and a half years, and then they came back. And when the gates were opened, um, the Jewish army chased the Romans, and that was the opportunity for the Christians to get out. And they went across the Jordan, and not one of them was lost. Now, when you look at 
um, church history. Um, <clears throat> for instance, for the first 300 years, the Christian church at different times was persecuted. But then um, in the third century, Constantine, he was a Roman emperor and he had married a, um, a Christian woman. And he saw that the answer to the Roman Empire was to bring um, Christianity um, as a state religion. And eventually what came out of that was um, the papacy. The papacy came out of that. Now, many um, after that time uh, when the papacy had um, the power, a lot of persecution um, happened. Now, it's not only the the Catholic Church who was persecuted. I was reading a story last night um, about the Puritans. Now, they were some of the greatest Christians on the earth, um, but they fled to America to get away from uh, persecution from the papacy. But they, in the end, they persecuted... Um, I was reading a story about the Quakers and um, there was a woman hung and some men because um, uh, the Puritans, didn't, they believed that they were talking heresy. So it's terrible, isn't it? Now, we went on a tour in 2017 um, around Europe and one of the places we went to, um, we went to the Waldensian Valley, which is at the top of Italy, and it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful um, uh, spot. And my wife and myself, we do a fair about a fair amount of hiking. And uh, we thought, if we ever go back there, it'd be good to go and do some walks there. But it's um, it has a very um, sad history because um, many genuine Christians in Italy fled to the Waldensian Valley. And, um, for instance, Louis the Fourteenth, he was convinced by the, um, the, the Church of the Dark Ages to um, wipe out the Waldenses, and he's, his army slaughtered many of them. So if you would like to read about the uh, Protestant Reformation, uh, we would offer you a free book. Um, only as stocks will last, um, and it's a it's a book called Great Controversy, and it's dealing with um, the Protestant Reformation right down to the end of time. And there's a one chapter there on the Waldensians, on the Waldensians and uh, the Waldensian Valley. It's a very interesting um, chapter. There's a chapter on Whitfield, another one on Huss and Jerome, there's three on Martin Luther. So <clears throat> you are welcome um, to a free copy of that. As I said, as long as um, stocks last, and of course it would be first in, first served, and if you text me on my number O double two six eight one five two one six and we will do our best to get it to you. So <clears throat> now that was um about the woman fleeing. See the now I, I think I'll read a bit more. I'll read a bit more and we'll comment a bit more. Now I'm gonna read 
from verse 10 down to 12. And it says, this is actually the center of, um, this is off the center of the book of Revelation. But before we do that, I think it's time that um, we had a, a, a song, another song. And um, I am going to uh, play this song for you. And it's called um, My, I think it's called The Hiding Place. So have a listen, see what you think.
such a great song. I, I got the wrong title there. Sorry about that, but that's such a great song. Now, bef- while we were having the break, I was um, I was thinking um, I needed to read you a wee bit of um, <clears throat> I, I've been um, mentioning um, different times about a series of little books that you can get. Um, you can go on to Revelation Hope, Meaning and Purpose. You put that into Google and you can get these, um, these. There's over twelve books, little booklets. They're only about twenty pages, fifteen pages, something like that. Or you can get the twenty-four. Um, there's twenty-four sessions. Now, I'm reading here from um, session twenty. No, what am I reading? I'm reading from session fourteen. Page 4, and this is what it says about that verse. Since the dragon can no longer attack Christ, he turns his attention to the church, that is, Christ's followers. See, he knows how precious the church is to Christ. So this is another way of getting back at Christ. Uh, Because of this attack, the woman flees into the desert for 1260 days where God protects her. The imagery reminds us of the Exodus, where Israel was able to leave Egypt and go into the desert, and God cared for it. Now, the 1260 days is frequently mentioned um, in the Bible. Now, and William Barclay says the 100, um, well, the 1260 days is often again a period a standard period for distress, so usually with a lot of persecution. So when you look at the 1260 um, times in the Bible, or 42 months, it usually has to do with trouble and persecution. Elijah, when there was no rain for um, that amount of time, 1260 days or 42 months, um, Israel was um, 40... 42 years in the wilderness, 40 and um, 2 in the wilderness. So 42, uh, 1260 um, is very common. So 
Just, um, just the thought on that. Now, I want to read from Revelation 10 to 12, and this is the heart of the book of Revelation that says, Now has come salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his cross for the accuser of our brothers who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. And then it says, They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them, but woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. Right, so they are interesting um, verses. Verses. Now, I'm just going to read from um, um, what I was reading from before, the little pamphlet um, from Revelation, Hope, Meaning and Purpose. And <clears throat> I am going to read from page six. Page six, and this is what it says. It says... Um, Verses seven to twelve tells us how the victory um, tells how the victory of Christ, His ascension into heaven, um, and um, Jesus being put on the throne there. The result of Satan as angels no longer have access to heaven. Right? Satan was expelled from heaven when he rebelled against God. Um, when you look at Ezekiel, um, Ezekiel 28 and Isaiah 14, you look at those verses and it talks about how Satan um, was cast out or what he was like, how he went astray, what he's going to do. However, it seems he still had access to the heavenly court. So in the Old Testament, even when he was cast out and uh, he tempted Adam and Eve, um, he still had access into the heavenly courts because the book of Job, he um, appears in heaven. But now, because of the cross, he is, he's been cast out of heaven. He's restricted to this earth. Jesus said, I saw Satan um, like a fall like lightning from heaven. And um, in John twelve thirty one, now the prince of this world will be driven out. So Christ's ascension into heaven means there remains no chance of Satan finding sympathy in any shape or form in um, in heaven. So he's finally been cast out. Now I just want to read a. Um, I do a number of Bible studies with people at different times, and I've got one on the origin of evil. Um, did Jesus make a a evil world? And I have um, I got this quote. Now I can't remember where it is, but it's coming commenting on this because um, it says in the Bible that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, and it's. Um, 
And this is how the quote goes. At the cross, the whole universe saw Satan for what he was, a deceiver, a liar, a murderer. And there he reveals his true character by compelling men to murder the innocent Son of God. The inhabitants of the entire universe saw how senseless and cruel sin really is. The cross fully unmasked Satan's motives. And as a result, even when God destroys the devil and those who persist in sin, all will acknowledge that God is just. And that's what the Bible says. Now, Jesus' death on the cross made the removal of sin from the universe a certainty because it exposed Satan's real intent before all created beings. The cross also revealed Christ um, what he is, the saviour of the world. At Golgotha, uh, the power of love stood out in stark contrast against the power, the love of power. It established beyond any questions that it was self-sacrificing love <clears throat> that motivated God all, in all his dealings with Satan, sin, sinful men and women. At the cross, Christ demonstrated a uh, demonstration of God's unconditional love overpowers the worst that men and Satan could do. The battle has been over. Who will rule the world, Christ or Satan? But the cross settles it for all time. All time, it must be Christ above all. So this great controversy is going on. And... Um, Satan has been shown um, to be um, he he's been shown to be who he is, what he is like, and what God is like. And um, he's been cast out. He's confined to this world. And um, the day is going to come when he will be cast out of here too. So um, isn't that good? That is really good. So I'm unfortunately going to have to leave it there, but um, I just want to mention again um, <clears throat> our our giveaways. Now, the giveaways that we have, um, of course, it's only a stock last. is a DVD um, on the um, how the world will end, and we have a book um, steps to Jesus. And if you want um, a free magazine, it's a contemporary magazine that deals with the issues that you and I face, depression, health, fitness, it's even got diets in there and things about faith, questions that you might have about faith. And it's very good. Um, And if you would like the, the book Great Controversy, just contact us either by www w.mpr.nz or on 022-68-15216. So our time has run out. God bless you. Until next time, I'll just close with a prayer. Thank you, Father, for your great love for each of us. Thank you for giving us life. Thank you that you came to this world, you lived a life of obedience and then sacrificed your blood so that we could be right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your indescribable gift, as the Bible says. 
bless each person and uh, lead us all closer to you, we pray in Jesus' name. So, until um, next time, from, uh, from us here at Amazing Grace, we pray that you will grow in grace and may the love of the Father and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.